as we read from the book of Numbers, which is our first reading today, what we have is a very interesting situation. Moses, his sister Miriam, Aaron, who the Levite, and we have this three, and it is a powerful experience that they just had leaving Egypt, now being in the desert, God has taken care of them. God has taken care of them through manna and the quail flesh, everything is there. But now what happens is, is Miriam sees, his sister sees that Moses took a wife, a Cushite woman from Ethiopia. And she's not happy with that. So she's not happy with Moses' selection of, of this woman as his wife. And so what happens is then she begins to question if he makes this poor decision. Maybe he's not, after all, the true prophet that God has selected. Uh, yeah, otherwise, you would not be making these kind of foolish decisions, picking her, whatever it is. We do not know why she didn't like her, but whatever happens is that she began to question the very existence of God using Moses as a special instrument. And so she convinces Aaron that they should confront him and say, are you the only one who is to be sort of leader? Are you the only one who has the spiritual authority? Maybe we also do. And Miriam had a good reason for it because she was the one who wrote this beautiful hymn, you know, which is known the, the, uh, the hymn after the, the, the beautiful uh, save that they were saved from the, by crossing the Jordan River. And so she wrote this hymn, this poem, honoring God for, for the great things that he has done. You know, God, so she was quite inspired by that. And so there it is. But the situation here is this, they resent both, um, uh, both Aaron and, and Miriam resent the fact that, that he's the only one and here we have a type of a uh, invitation by the Lord. Come to the meeting tent. Come to the place where the Lord spoke. And so they came, the, the column of cloud came down. And he say, and the Lord spoke to both Aaron, Miriam, in the presence of Moses. Should there be a prophet among you? In visions will I reveal myself to him. In dreams I will speak to him. Not so with my servant Moses. Throughout my house, he bears my trust. Face to face, I speak to him plainly and not in riddles. The presence of the Lord, he beholds. God gives witness to both uh, Miriam and Aaron as God who speaks to him, who guides him, who speaks to him as a person, not through visions, but as a person, this personal communication that God has with Moses. So why then did you not fear to speak against my servant Moses? Because what it is is this, if, if a sister who is very important you know, for the community of faith and is a sister of Moses, and then if Aaron is the high priest, if they are going against Moses, then they are giving a bad, really bad example to all the people around, which means they are trying to say Moses is not really the one, that God does not use him 
it, it is uh, it's very difficult sometimes, as you know, when people begin to question the authority, especially spiritual authority of someone, then there's no reason to follow that person. There's no reason. And so this is where the Lord steps in and gives witness to Moses on his behalf. He gives witness that he is the one that he has chosen. It's not that God chooses the best people. It's not that God chooses, you know, the most, you know, uh, holy people. God does not. God chooses according to his wishes. And so he may choose leaders which are not exactly too strong, who are not exactly too holy. And yet God chooses them for because God, in his, in his wisdom and knowledge, somehow, just like we see, he chose Peter, not exactly maybe the strongest leader. Even Paul had to confront him. But then the, the Lord also chose P Paul, a persecutor, a murderer. Uh, I mean, it seemed like Lord should be kind of more careful because we human beings want to make sure that we know who's, who's the right person, you know, for the job. But somehow God in his wisdom chooses those that seem to be for us, not exactly. And so, but the witness that God gave to both Miriam and Aaron is that I have chosen him despite his weaknesses, despite the fact that he was a stutterer, couldn't even speak. That's why he was ashamed to even go before, before you know, Pharaoh and took, his, took you know, Aaron to speak on his behalf because he couldn't speak. When you get anxious, you couldn't speak. So is this the leader? You know, and then choosing Kushite women, I don't like her. She says, why, why are you marrying her? You didn't, you didn't ask me for permission, perhaps. I don't know what he, she may have said. But the fact is this, God gave witness. And, and, and the Lord was not, not pleased. The, the consequences of, of the... Um, of, of that disbelief, distrust, this spreading sort of the wrong rumor that he's not the one. We're part of it. We are part of the special people who have been chosen to lead the, the people of Israel to the promised land. The consequences is she became, becomes leper. And then we hear Aaron, it says, my Lord, please do not charge us against the sin uh, we have foolishly committed. So there's acknowledgement of sin by Aaron as a priest. And, and then Moses is asking the Lord, cries out to Lord, Lord, please not just pray, please heal her. And we know that one week later she was healed. God, God gave grace, which means the, the sign was very powerful sign that, uh, that uh, distrusting God in whom he chooses is not exactly the best thing for us. And that's why today's responsorial psalm says, be merciful, be merciful, Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your kindness, in your greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense, thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin cleanse me, because I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned, what I have done is what I have done against you is evil. We have, we have the Psalm, which was actually written by David. This after, as you remember, not only did he commit adultery, but he also had committed uh, a murder against a very loyal 
officer of his army because he was he filled the shame he filled the shame and so this is what happened now the gospel we have a another dimension here of how important it is to follow god how important it is to listen to the voice of god and follow him and this is what we have today as you remember the the story of the uh, the multiplication of loaves and fish and and soon and on that same evening the lord after feeding the people the lord tells his disciples you go on the boat and i'll remain here so the people the, the disciples go on the boat and jesus stays in prayer in communion with the father late into the night now the disciples are rowing the boat where they were to go to the other side to Capernaum, but but the 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 wind is so strong that it's not possible for them to to go any place. They're in the middle of of the sea. They would not like to be in the middle of the sea because that's the deepest place. They would prefer to be closer to the shore and you know row on the close to the shore because it's safe safe for all of them. And yet the wind took him right in the middle of the deepest part of the of the sea, which is already a danger in itself. And they can't do much about it. They can't go any place. And it's at that very moment that the Lord appears to them. But he appears to them in an unusual way. He's walking in the sea. Why did the Lord allow the, the disciples to go through this difficulty? Why did he allow them? Why did he, he didn't help him? Why did he instruct him to go? The Lord knew things, they knew. And yet we know that the reason he allowed them to go through this difficulty, profound difficulty and danger, is because he wanted to manifest to them that he is the Lord of all creation, that he's God. We know that this the witness is, it's only when in the aftermath it's in the aftermath when, when the Lord came to the, to the boat, the day that the disciples recognized him as the Lord. They, they, they did him honor, which means prior to that, even though they had seen the miracles, multiplications of loaves and fish and all those things, they considered him a prophet, someone powerful indeed, but they did not consider him to be Lord. And today, God allows us to go through storms because he wants to show us that he's walking there, he's nearby the, our storms, that he is able to overcome the storms, that he's able to overcome whatever we may experience. So, so the invitation by the Lord today through the gospel is, is not that he will spare us the difficulties and problems, but that he will be there for us. And as a matter of fact, he's inviting Peter, come, Come, you will always be, you also be able to, to do the things that I, that I am doing. Come, Peter in his obedience gets up and goes in obedience. And yet the problem with Peter is that, that there's, there's obedience, there's a trust, but there's a lack of trust. There's a lack of trust through the storms. He can't, he can't walk through the storm. He's, he doesn't have the, the capacity to do so. And so the Lord is inviting him, says, no, with me, you will have the capacity to walk through the storms. You walk. And as a matter of fact, the storms are necessary for you so that you may recognize that I'm with you. 
because if you don't recognize, then you will suffer tremendously. You'll suffer, you'll suffer greatly because by yourself, you're not capable to overcome the storms. By yourself, you cannot, and you're not able to, to overcome because you lack that confidence in me while I am with you there. So the storms, the powerful lesson for today is that the Lord is inviting us inviting us not to be afraid of the storms. As a matter of fact, sometimes God allows those storms so that we may grow in faith, that we may grow in courage, that we may grow in confidence in God, that we may see Christ walking with us, that we may recognize him at any moment. He can help us, call us out, walk through the storm, walk in the storm, and I'll be there for you. That's what the Lord is, is saying to, to Peter today. He's talking the same way to all his disciples and he's speaking to us. What are the difficulties of today in the church, in the world, in our own family life, in our personal life, our spiritual life? What are the storms that seem to be impossible? We are rowing the boat and doesn't go any place. The winds are so strong that we can't do anything about it. So what, is, what, is, what are those storms in our own life, personal life? What are the storms of our, in the life of our children? in the life of perhaps our grandparents or parents who may need, need this, this type of extra protection, grace, strength. What are those things? So we have to answer on, our, on the deepest level. Lord, I know that you do not spare me, that sometimes I feel like I'm walking alone, that I don't feel like you're there for me. I'm walking and the footprints would indicate that there's only one set of footprints. How come? How come you're not there? But the Lord says, no, I am there. The one set of footprints is I will be holding you. I'll be carrying you. I will take you through those storms and I will help you because you need, not only you need me, but you need to see that I am the one. I am the Lord of all creation. I am the Lord of history. I am the Lord of your personal life. I am the Lord of your spiritual life. And you can always call upon me and I'll be there for you. And I'll, I'll invite you to come right through the storms. You know, there's a, there's a powerful lesson here because the, the thing that we have is whatever the difficulties may be is our country, our world, political, economic, social, church, problems in the church, problems with, with all kinds of, we can say, spiritual leadership, whatever it may be, God is inviting us, each one of us, to have that confidence, the strength to go through and God promises that ultimately he'll be there. He'll be victorious. What happened to the, the disciples once the Lord got onto their boat, they were ready at the seashore. They didn't even have to row, but they invited him to come, come. The Lord is speaking us to, to our Lord and the Lord is asking us to invite him to be there, not to forget. May the Lord then through this gospel today, but also through the readings, how important it is for us to acknowledge God as God, that, that his authority is granted to us, to the people that he chooses, and that we would have confidence in him, that he'll take us through everything. As a matter of fact, the storms are invitation by God to place confidence in him, because ultimately we live not for today, not for this world, not for successes, as Saint Jesus says to Saint Faustina, but it's in, in the sometimes is in the troubles, the difficulties we have to endure to share the sufferings of Christ. 
this is what happens. And, and the Lord promises that he will be with us, that he will manifest and show us the face of kindness, of love, and take us ultimately home. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.